In this episode, we're talking about political intrigue in D&D, so stay tuned. If you're enjoying these episodes, first, I want to thank you for your listenership. Your support means the world to me. And for those of you who are just tuning in to the podcast, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And after this episode, leave us an honest review. Hopefully, it's a five-star review, but leave us an honest review. Your reviews actually help me um, gauge what you all want in the audience. But your reviews, especially when they're a five-star, help the channel grow. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave that review. Oftentimes I get asked about how to spice up, how to really elevate the D&D world that they're playing in, the D&D game as a whole. And I reply with, what is the political intrigue like? What are the movers and pushers of the world doing and acting? How are they acting? And oftentimes I get this look of confusion. And today's episode, I want to talk about political intrigue. I want to talk about how to use it in your game. So without further ado, let's dive into it. What is political intrigue, though? Let's break it down and let's break down that phrase to understand what each word actually means. According to Cambridge University's definition, the word intrigue means, quote, to interest someone a lot, especially by being strange, unusual, or mysterious. And I want to highlight mysterious just for um, the sake of this conversation and for the sake of this episode. Meaning, you know, the topic at hand, person, place, or thing, the quote-unquote noun, is of special interest. It could be seen as strange, unusual, but it can really be seen as mysterious. Now, with that being said, the word political is pretty obvious. It means that it's something related to politics. It's something associated with politics. So when we combine these words to create that term, political intrigue, it could possibly mean that it is an act of mysterious or unusual movements concerning politics. Again, that's why I wanted us to highlight mysterious. It, it's almost like the behind the scenes of politics, that sort of, quote, background work that happens in politics that the common person does not see. They only respond or react to. They find it almost mysterious. It's this... Um, thing that is beyond their measure, beyond their presence. In the same way that our world operates, there should be elements of political intrigue in your D&D game or in your you know, tabletop RPG. We should emphasize that there are figures in the world that are moving and acting within their own interest and for their own interests. These figures, factions, and whatnot work in their own interest and will continue to operate as such if the players intercede or not. I personally find it fun to get the players involved in the political intrigue of the game, get involved in that aspect because it really, um, not only I find it fun for them to get involved, and I believe that my players have gotten um, a lot of enjoyment out of it. However, it makes them realize that certain decisions are being made with an intentional purpose and oftentimes causes an array of responses. So the real question is, though, how do you translate that into your campaign? How do you get the players to commit or participate in that political intrigue? And I personally think that, number one, you shouldn't force it. Don't force it upon them. But 
if they want to be a part of it, I think these are some of the things that you need to look out for and that you need to ensure happens in your game. And it's all questions that you can really ask yourself. As you know, my methodology is to ask yourself questions and then you all respond, you know, with that, right? So question number one, how are the power structures or factions in your world? You know, what are they? So what do I mean by that? Who are the most influential people in the world? Who has the most military power? Lastly, I would ask, who are the ones that are regarded as having the technological superiority? This way you get to identify all the movers and shakers in the world without revealing what you don't want to reveal at the moment. From there, the natural progression will be to ask yourself, what are the goals for each specific group or individual? Is there one group out there who wants to convert the world? Is there another group out there who wants to stop the forces of evil? Or is there a group out there or individual that's meant to keep the balance? Is their goal to keep the balance in the universe, therefore allowing good and evil to occur? Those are going to be really important questions because you're going to establish the goals of each group, which each group is going to have conflicting goals. And there you see the drama. There you start to see the intrigue part of it, the mysterious aspect of what are they doing and how are they going to do this and how are they going to achieve their goal. It kind of naturally leads up to the other question of asking yourself which of these groups are intertwined with the players. Is there a group that's goal or if there's an individual whose goal is aligned with that of the party or is their motivation not aligned let's just say to that of the party do certain groups have an objective goal that they share in common for example back in world war ii the allies had an objective goal against the axis powers and vice versa so do they have those goals intertwined do they share common purpose and which of those groups directly oppose one another as I stated earlier, each group's going to have their own motivation. Each group is going to have their own goals that they want to pursue. We can even look at um, from the video game world. We have the Horde and the Alliance. We have um, in Assassin's Creed, the Brotherhood, and I believe we have the Templars. And we have so many different factions that are opposed to one another. So we find out, though, that each group may oppose one another. But then certain groups may find common interest and they may work together for certain things. That's going to be your next task is you're going to figure out what those goals are and then it will naturally start to place people, things, objects or groups, whatever it may be, whatever that quote unquote noun is, it's going to start to place them naturally at opposition with one another. And finally, what platform, if you're providing the platform, um, will the players be involved in? At what level? How will they become invested? And this is where you can start this really from the beginning. You might not have all the groups that you want to have, but you can simply place an objective. You can let them participate 
in some form of world building or not. And you can, you can let that create an opportunity for them to be invested in the world. The biggest part, and I would say the biggest thing that you as a dungeon master have to do in order for political intrigue type games to work, you have to have the players get involved in the story. You have to have them be invested in the story. So this is going to look like, you know, and I, I call it world building. It's a little bit, it could be other aspects of it, but world building is a good place to start. Let them get involved in the game. Let them get involved in, you know, the character. They're obviously their character creation, but the back, let that background story from their character creation influence your world. Let there be an event that happens that triggers them to really be involved in the game. Maybe their character gets um, recruited by this faction that is all about destroying evil in the world. Well, now they're invested. Now they have a bit of a story that they can go with. Things of that nature. I find that those are great ways to, to really hone in and set up that foundation for a great political backdrop. And again, there are so many different examples that you can take into consideration. Look at Game of Thrones. And I would probably suggest Game of Thrones as one of the best political intrigue type um, games slash books slash, you know, media, right? Because there, there's shows and there's a bunch of other things that pertain to the Game of Thrones IP. But Game of Thrones is a great political intrigue story. You have the political court or you have the court style um, political intrigue where people within King's Landing are fighting for the Lannisters and fighting for the Starks and kind of doing their own thing and, and they're making alliances and they're breaking them, but they have their own motivations as you see throughout the story. And those affect the motivations and um, strategies of the folks in the battlefield. So something to consider, something to look into, but I really enjoy and I really like this style of play. I think it's important be, uh, to also keep in mind that the political infrastructure that you set up, whether your players intercede or invest in it or not, will continue to rise and fall, no matter the, play, the, the players involved. So if the players want to involve themselves in it, be prepared to share those consequences or, the, or results with the players. But if they're not wanting to get involved, same thing. It's, it, you know, it's, it's a great example um, that came to me years ago when I started playing 5th edition. And one of the things, it, we were playing in a pirate type campaign. And I remember that we started to do a little sabotage for this quote unquote, you know, criminal organization. And we started to do a little bit of sabotage. And as we find out that the sabotage that we were doing, this work that we were doing for this crime boss, was actually work that we were doing for another political faction who was trying to sabotage someone who did not want the advancement of technology. They wanted to um, use technology as an advancement to equalize people. 
and to rather I should not to equalize I should say to make equal <laughs> the the people in the world this political faction though wanted to keep everyone kind of at a class indifference so that or a class difference so that they could rely on the government so when we found that out we said oh wow like we weren't paying attention and the dungeon master said well it was always there and you could have done something about it you could have asked why we're doing this but you didn't and sometimes players won't do that right players won't ask those questions and that's totally fine but we had to still live with the consequences of the actions that we made and the results of those decisions made you know behind the scenes so no matter their involvement or investment in the political intrigue of it you as the dungeon master or the game master have to allow things to happen naturally if the groups in that world want to move in one way let them move in that way and if there's someone that's going to oppose them whether it's the players or other group of npcs let that happen it's going to be a little bit extra work but i guarantee you that it's going to be really fun your players are going to get a really good kick out of it they're going to enjoy it if you're streaming this this is something that i would highly recommend you do let the audience members be a part of that decision making let the audience members be able to interact with you and decide what happens um, from a political intrigue perspective again i'm not a streamer so don't listen to me but I think it'd be really fun to kind of think of that, right? And even if you don't have that audience participation, when the audience finds out that a particular group or um, faction is moving in this particular way, just like the players, they're going to react to it and respond to it with a lot of excitement and entertainment, just like any show. So again, those are just a quick little things that you can do. Those four, again, are things that just to kind of recap those four are really important you want to ask what are the political structures and who are they you want to then ask yourself what are their goals then you want to ask how are the players and these groups intertwined and then lastly how can i provide my players a platform for them to get involved so that's it folks that's the episode i appreciate y'all for listening if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review Thank you so much. Be safe. Love y'all. And as always, keep gaming.